Welcome to the Master Your Genius Podcast with Keith Cornies. Listen in and learn as he coaches entrepreneurs to master their genius. Here's your host, Coach Keith. Hey everybody, how you doing? It's Coach Keith here. Welcome to Master Your Genius. The session that you're going to be checking in out today, listening to or watching went really, really well. I'm just reviewing my notes here and the takeaways that we're going to get from this session today are how to create a 30-day sprint plan where you have a clear vision and you know exactly what you're focusing to get to. And Matt ended up coming away with a clear plan that's going to lead him to three tasks that are going to lead him to his overall happiness and joy. And he knows that he's on the right path, which gives him the confidence he needs to go out and crush it as an entrepreneur. We also talk in the session about the brain and how it's sequential and systematic and how we need to absolutely define our outcome or the end first before we start trying to figure out the equation. You'll see the power of that. So make sure you guys listen to it all, watch it all. If you have any questions and comments, we'd really appreciate it. If there's a topic you want to hear, just make sure you give us some feedback, you know, let us know what you think. It's about the collective genius, not just our genius. So we want to know what you guys are thinking, what the world needs, what we need to do to make you guys better in your lives, businesses, husbands, wives, partners, dads, moms, you know, our whole idea is to learn how to master our genius, become our best selves, and then just go out and crush it in the world and make a positive impact. So check it out. Matt, how are you doing, buddy? Doing very good, Keith, and yourself? I'm good, thanks. Good. Tell me about the the tool that you just learned about and you just used. What was that called again? It was a book I just read called Scrum, mm-hmm. uh, The Art of Doing Twice the Work in Half the Time. And basically it was a system designed by Toyota to compartmentalize certain activities and just make sure that they're getting done efficiently and to their full extent without any critical errors. Mm-hmm. And you said then you took that philosophy, you made a board, a scrum board. Exactly, yeah. Yep. And then you put 30 things on there. Yep. And then every day you went there and you just grabbed them. 10, five things to do, did them, and now you're at 28 of the 30 done. Yeah, the idea was that you kind of, you know, you you make the board, you date the board, and you pick activities that you can get done to its full completeness, 100%. They they say that if you can't do it to 100%. you can't complete it, don't start it. Don't even start it. Well, it makes sense, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I was able to knock off quite a few tasks and really just, I mean, I was the most efficient I've ever been, I think. Well, let's talk about that because, you know, you know that we're about mastering the genius. That's what this whole podcast is about. Absolutely. So, you know, what's interesting is, is you told me you're at 28 out of 30 and I wanted you to clean the board and start over. And you're like, no, not till the 30's done, which is a perfectionist quality, which is, I know that most entrepreneurs and high achievers like yourself have. Right. (laughs) That is correct. Yeah. (laughs) And perfectionist quality, when you're trying to achieve perfection, you're trying to achieve something other than yourself. Where mastery is this place of wiping the board down, taking those two that are left over, putting them at the top. And the thing about mastering your genius is, is your brain is sequential and systematic. Right. So I've written down an equation here, right? Right. Blank plus blank equals blank. Right. Right. So you, I'm going to think of the answer. Yeah. You give me the equation. Sure. Okay. So I've got the answer. Go ahead. Give me the equation. 15 plus 45. No, try again. (laughs) 50 plus 50. No, try again. <laughs> Come on, Matt. Get this shit done. Plus right? Don't start. Never start without the end. Right. Because look how frustrated you'll get. Yeah. Look how embarrassed you'll get. Look how angry you'll get. Look how you'll keep trying. Right. People are out there doing this. They keep trying and trying and trying and trying, but they've never, you know, like Stephen Covey says, start with the end first. The brain is sequential and systematic. It needs a process. Yep. And so it's always going to keep trying. Its job is to 
have and find solutions to keep you alive. Of course. So if you don't have an answer, you're in survival mode and you're creating equations that only keep you alive. They don't allow you to thrive. So knowing that your brain is sequential and systematic and the scrum that you put on the board, you're actually putting things in urgent order. The goal is to finish the 30 and you're starting to pick off the top three, top four, the ones that you can finish. And by doing that, you're creating a calm environment for your mind to be laser focused, which you probably noticed from the beginning to the end, you started to actually get quicker at accomplishing the tasks. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what stops you from erasing the board and starting fresh when two aren't done? I think there's that sense of completeness, I guess, Mm -hmm. scrumming the scrum board, I guess. But you did raise a good point. Why not make a new one? Because, I mean, I had the sprint basically allocated. It was a four-week sprint to get all those items done. Then I went away on a holiday. So I left on that holiday knowing that I'd, you know, done, you know, 98%. How'd that feel? Oh, it was amazing. It was amazing just to be able to go away and just not have it. Right. You know, that worry. Because your brain knows that you've done the right things. Absolutely. If you did the wrong things, right? then the brain would be worried that you're not doing the right things. So this is where procrastination comes in, right? Absolutely. And we don't want to procrastinate because a lot of the times we're avoiding the difficult conversations and doing the easy tasks. But if they're on the board and they're in importance, then you realize, you know, to be successful, you have to achieve that. So knowing that there's this equation and knowing that you have to start with the end first and you just went away and started a whole bunch of answers, Yeah. right? I'm going to give you the answer. The answer is 11. Right. What's the equation? 9 plus 2. Okay. And 6 plus 5. 6 plus 5, yeah. And 7 plus 4. Right. Some people live their life 200 minus 100 minus 90 plus 1. <laughs> right. But it all equals 11. I see. And so I know you're an entrepreneur and you have lots of businesses. Some of your businesses are 200 minus 100 minus 90 plus 1. Absolutely. Right? And some of them are 9 plus 2. Yep. The whole idea is short-term equations are great for the brain, long-term equations. This teaches us why goal setting is important on a different aspect, not the same old coachy-coach aspect. The reason goals are important is because it gives your brain a sequence and a system to solve the problem. Therefore, you can create problems. As a leader, because I know you have a team to lead, right? Every meeting you start should identify what you want to come away with, and everyone should have a voice in that meeting. Yeah. Right. And you'll find that when they say, okay, well, I need to understand this. I want this. I want this. You'll come up with a collective ending for the meeting. And then you can go as a leader, you can guide them with the equation. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So knowing this, what answer would you like to create for your life in the next 30 days? The answer, you always ask me these awesome, awesomely tough questions. That right. So what would answer. you like to accomplish in the next 30 days in your life, business, everything? We need to finalize some funding on one project. We need to finalize some licensing agreements on another project. Mm-hmm. And we need to launch a web app for one of the other projects. Great. What would you like in the rest of your life, not just the work part of your life? What else would you like to accomplish in the next 30 days? As a dad, as a husband, as a person, well, it's a professional my, yeah, golfer. Yeah, professional <laughs> golfer, yeah. That's my daughter's graduation. Mm-hmm. She's graduating from preschool and kindergarten. Being there for her on that. Just it was my daughter's second birthday party, actually this last weekend. Mm-hmm. I have a skill set of blowing up balloon arches. So I blow up 100 <laughs> balloons, rainbow colored balloon arch, and weave them all together. So oh, that was definitely a highlight. Probably um, even better than signing some of the big contracts. It was actually, to be honest with you. I mean, that's why I, I do what I do is because I want to spend more time at home with my family. Yeah. The biggest goal, long term. 
So in the next 30 days, you want to have your daughter's grad, which means more time with the family. Yeah, I'd you like to go it, to Lake Country, uh, sure. go visit my friend Andrew, so that'll be a family vacation away. Probably do that towards the end of the month. Seems like the season of birthday parties when you have two, a four-year-old and a two-year-old. Yeah, we got invited to three birthdays on one wow. day. It's like how do, like how do you pull that off? Well, you hang out <laughs> with people that are pregnant when you're pregnant, right? Right. It's that pregnant group. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, and some of those things can be like I, I understand a busy man like yourself with a lot of important things to do. Going to a two-year-old's birthday party that isn't your child could be not very, on the top of the list. But you know what? It's always fun to see your kids interact. Like, I mm-hmm. love watching them interact. Like, this morning, I had an early call, so I actually stayed in our spare bedroom downstairs, so I didn't want to wake my wife up. She's yeah. a bit sick. But I got to witness, like, my four-year-old walk downstairs quietly and, like, snuggle with my dog and then, like, <laughs> quietly invite him up the stairs. And I, like, I got to watch. She didn't know I was yeah. there. Like, I got to watch, and it was the cutest thing ever. Those types of things, like, even when you're out at, like, other kids' birthday parties, there's so much yeah. joy that you can. I think, you know, I know that you take it real serious about being a leader. Right. And I know that you want to be philanthropic. You want to give back. Absolutely. That's a big yeah. reason why you do what you do. Mm-hmm. And it's like these emotional connections that we have that drive us, I think, more than the, you know, the physical goals or the monetary goals. Totally. Yeah. So when, let me ask you this. So when you're funding the projects, getting the license agreement, launching the web app, going to your daughter's grad, spending time with your family, you know, going to the lake country to visit your pal with mm-hmm. the family on family vacation, at the end of these 30 days... What is that collective going to create for you as a feeling? Just happiness, overall happiness and joy. I mean, just kind of like is adding more solidity to the fact that I'm on the right path and I'm doing the right things and I'm getting out of it what I'm putting in into mm-hmm. it. And if not more, which is why I do what I do. Well, it's a bit of a celebration moment, right? Exactly. I'm on the, yeah. Rap, yeah. I'm on the right path, right. doing the right things. So doesn't that make you kind of like stop, notice, start over going, I'm doing the right thing. So I'm going to continue doing the right things instead of second guessing. Yes, that definitely takes reasonable doubt out of the equation. It's been it's been an amazing kind of paradigm shift since I've been able to like kind of delete that reasonable doubt from my brain with your help. I attribute all of that ability to So what do you think you. that is? Is it the celebration and noticing and starting over, allowing yourself to improve with the plus wanting process or you know, what is it that allows you to do that? I think it's a collective of everything. I mean, all of the little bits that you've taught me how to implement into my life have collectively added to being able to be more confident, having less self-doubt and realizing that I'm on the right path. Because really, like, you've taught me the tools to recognize that instead of having, you know, for me to come in and see you all the time, you know, once a week or however however many times to get that kind of refresh. Mm-hmm. Now the refresh is downloaded into my hard drive and I'm recalling those things and, and I can catch myself, you know, the gremlin getting back there or whatever. And I catch myself and almost it's like a little mini Keith shows up <laughs> and, you know, extinguishes that. So it's the goal setting was one of the bigger parts of that and expressing that to my wife and showing her, hey, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. I think that that was really important, like, you know, sharing your <coughs> vision and your goal oh, yeah. so that when they are part of the process, they're more understanding. They're, didn't you find that? Oh, that totally. was one like of our making sessions. my wife inclusive in in the process mm-hmm. was the biggest, that was the biggest paradigm shift in, in my life at that time. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, I do so many things and I'm, I'm away a lot and I, I work a lot, but she now understands why I'm doing that and is now supporting And me. that feels great as a, as it, a man, oh as, a, as a husband, right? For like, sure, absolutely. It's like, I'm knocking it out of the park with my wife, right. I'm knocking it out of the park with my kids. So 
what I notice is, is you want an overall happiness, joy to know you're on the right path, right. correct? Yeah. So, and part of that is these tasks that you have to accomplish. So as you go forward to have laser focus, which you know with your scrum board, yeah. you need a time frame. Yep. Do you want to do all this in 30 days, 60 days, or 90 days? 30 days. Okay. Yep. So the equation is in 30 days, you want to accomplish these tasks so you yep. can have that overall happiness, joy, and know you're on the right path. Right. So we know that the equation is you mm-hmm. plus your actions, right. right? So to stay laser focused going forward, when you get overwhelmed, use your scrum board because it's important to do that. Yep. What other things do you need to do and stay focused on in the next 30 days that will have you on the right path? I think just implementing the same systems that I have to check up. So I have you know, CRM. I have to revisit all those and retouch all of the different international contacts that I have to do. So just staying up to date on that and then just really focusing on the very important items, the licensing agreement for one of my projects and then the funding, those two are imperative. Mm-hmm. So really just getting rid of all other distractions and just focusing on you know, making Is that calls. realistic? Is it realistic that you'll have the licensing and the funding done in 30 days? It is actually, yeah. Yep. It is realistic. It is realistic, yeah. Okay. Yep. Never start anything that's not realistic, right? No, yeah, yeah. Good. Yep. So on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 out of 10 you are laser focused and know what you have to do to make that happen. And one out of 10, you're not. Where are you at? I mean, I'm at a nine just because okay. I've been plugging away at this for a long time. And yeah. So some things that are going well are your systems. Yep. The actions that you're taking, working your board. So you've got a lot of things in place. Absolutely. And just my overall confidence. Like I just don't have the time wasting parasitic kind of gremlins that mm-hmm. are going, you know. You should what, be this. Yeah, you should what be are that. you doing? You, should. you shouldn't be doing Living this. in history, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, living in the past and doing that. And, and it's so funny because, you know, you, you surround yourself with all these different friends and, and family and stuff like that over the years and that kind of stuff. And it's funny because the people that are close to you, they always are the ones that are most critical of you. Mm-hmm. And they just think, oh, you know, you're going crazy. So it was also another big shift in my life when I was able just to, to delete that and just know that, hey, they may not know exactly what I'm doing. So that how can they really just say, you know, you're crazy, you're doing the wrong thing, you're going on the wrong path. Well, you know what's interesting is, remember we talked about SCARF. Right, yeah, right? absolutely, yeah. Which is the judgment mechanism, Dr. David Rock's work, which is amazing, he's a neural leader. Yep. SCARF stands for uh, status certainty, autonomy, relational, and fairness. And it's the judging mechanism is whether we figure we're in threat or reward. And it's funny how people in our sphere of influence, in our circle, want to be critical about what we're doing. And that's why I say be very careful. Don't share your dreams with those who don't share your dreams. Exactly, yeah. Right? That was another very good lesson. Because you share it with everybody because you're excited. I'm excited. And some people want to pull you down. Because, you know, I always use the analogy like this. Like, I'm good enough in my life. I'm solid. So I know you're a great father. And congratulations on, you know, creating those awesome opportunities. Mm -hmm. Now, I can say that to you without feeling like I'm a bad father and I should be doing more. So a lot of people don't say things like that. Even close friends won't say it because it shines a light on what they're not doing. Right. If you're having this moment of watching your child at 6 a.m. and they don't have that, they're going to feel like they're missing out. And that FOMO, fear of missing out, triggers the threat. You're a threat to them. So they're going to put you down. They're going to bring you down. That's what people do. So, But what I did hear when you said that is, you know, the closest people to you are critical. I deleted that. Did you delete it? Or did you learn how to process it differently? Yeah, I think you're right. I I learned how to process it differently. And I took your advice. Even on this most recent trip, I went to my cousin's wedding in in Spain. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. Got to meet up with a bunch of family from all over the world, Australia, London, Sri Lanka, and took your advice and just, you know, everything that I'm working on is coming to fruition. Yeah. And I've been working hard. 
Yeah. And then it wasn't until they really started to pry and, and really want to know that I really, you know, opened up and explained to them some of the things that I was doing. But just on a on a different level, I think I held back my level of excitement on the projects. Yeah. I, I'm passionate about the projects yeah. that I'm working on, and they are pretty neat. I mean, you share it with opinion. your wife. It's awesome. Yeah. Share it with your dad. It's awesome. You yeah. share it with me. It's awesome. Yeah. Share it with the wrong person, and not it's so awesome. just not so much. And you yeah. feel like you're a braggart. You feel like, you know, because right. I know you're a very humble guy. Try so be, then yeah. all of a sudden what you want to do is you want to hold it back. Well, you can't hold it back because that's where the energy is. Right. So what I want you to know, the difference between deleting and processing it, what's the difference there? Why did I ask that question? Well, it's probably because you're sitting on the other side of the table. I think you're probably getting to the fact that it's always going to be there, and it's just how you actually absorb the information and and you're able to process it instead of just deleting it from your brain. Deleting it from your brain means that that person's talking and you can't hear them, but really that person's going to be there all the time and they're going to be talking. So you're going to need to learn how to process it. So what what has happened is that I've what tools have you put in place that allow you to process that? I think just an understanding about my confidence in in what I'm doing is actually I'm moving forward. There's internal validations that I've had that supersede anybody else's other judgments. I think that's the big shift for me is just that I really don't care what anybody. Well, you know, do you remember, do you remember that coaching session where we chatted and you talked about, you're just lucky? Yes. That was one of our first. One of our first, right? Yeah. So that's kind of like pushing off the skill set that you have. And by not allowing you to say you're lucky, had you look into your value. Right. And you had big dreams. You had bigger dreams than anybody I've ever coached before. Right. Seriously. Yeah. And I know because in that situation, Matt was a realtor and we're working in the office and you were selling real estate and doing really good. And, Absolutely. Yeah. And you had these big dreams. And a lot of people were like, you know, well, this guy's a dreamer. This guy's a dreamer. Don't share your dreams with those who don't share your dreams. Right. You and I, we put it into action. We yeah. started putting steps into action. It was like your scrum board, right. but it was just on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. So when you are processing this, because it's always going to be there, and you understand that, mm-hmm. it's your confidence that allows you to process it from a different vision. Correct. The opposite of confidence would be what? I don't know, unconfident, I guess. Sure, insecure. Yeah. Insecure, yeah. So if I see it through insecure goggles, yeah. it depletes me, it diminishes me, and I have no energy. Right. So I guess the secret here is moving forward and making sure that you get that overall happiness, joy, and being on the right path Mm -hmm. so that you can execute that licensing and that funding right away. You have to stay in your confidence and you have to identify the process. And you don't delete things. As much as you think you delete something, the brain retains all information. Never deletes anything. By thinking you've deleted it, you've basically pushed it under the rug to trip over every time you're going there. Mm -hmm. So... You know, if you believe that you've deleted these critical people in your life, you haven't. Right. And so the processing is, is accepting. So as you go forward and you're going to be a leader in your businesses, there's three jars you can fill. There's the expectation jar Mm -hmm. and you expect things to be easy and you expect people to do what you want them to do and you expect, you know, everything to go the way it wants. And when it doesn't line up, it turns into a disappointment. So have you had experience with disappointments before? Absolutely, yes. That's part of the job. (laughs) Right, because we have expectations because we want to predict the future. Absolutely, yeah. And we have a thousand silent expectations every day. Right. So this expectation jar, when it fills up with disappointments, turns into... Disappointment. Right, and resentment. Yeah. And all of a sudden you resent an employee because you're disappointed they didn't do something because they had a silent expectation. Right. So as a leader, all expectations need to be voiced. Of course. Now, the opposite of that is the other jar that you can go to, which is you accept that things are hard. Right. And 
just before I go forward, tell me how you realize that because of the businesses that you're you're striving for, they're not short-term goals. They're really long, long-term goals. Absolutely. How did you shift that? Because when you want it to be easy, you get frustrated. What happened for you to be able to accept that it's going to be difficult and you need to keep pushing through with the walls? So I, I think it was it was actually you know before I started off on these these particular businesses that I you know was entrepreneurial spirit had some other businesses that that failed. You know we had these great plans and and we were gonna make a million bucks and everything take over the world. Yeah, it was gonna, yeah, be, it was gonna be awesome. And really it just was a false start. You know and and we had a couple of those and so that kind of primed me up for this. And now the journeys on these these two other businesses as well, I realized that it was going to be full of disappointment and the timelines were not going to be, you know, in the time frame that we wanted. But at the end of the day, if you just keep on pushing forward, then, you know, you're not going backwards. So isn't it fair to say you accepted that it's hard and you're winning? Absolutely. Right? Yep. Life's hard and you're winning. Yep. Being yep. married is hard and you're winning. Taking yep. care of a family is hard and you're winning. Traveling with work and family is hard and you're winning. Yep. Being a leader in business is hard and you're winning. Being yep. an entrepreneur is hard and you're winning. Yep. When that jar fills up, that's where your confidence comes from. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And the reason I want to bring this up is because I don't want you just to – I've noticed you use the word confidence and I'm sure the listeners have heard this, you know, and you've used it about – 10 times so far, <laughs> which is awesome, Okay, yeah. which is what as a coach I want to do. I want to pull out your genius and I want you to see your value and create confidence so that you're able to move forward and do risk and tasks that you wouldn't normally do. Right. So I want you to realize that this confidence that you had has been built up of yep. acceptance and acceptance is a lot of the process. We don't delete, we accept. Yep. So what happened here is when the people closest to you were critical, you accepted that mm -hmm. and you moved through it. You didn't delete it. You didn't, you know, I'm not going to talk to them. I'm not going to talk to them. You showed up there. But yep. you had a process of acceptance that this is a hard journey. I'm winning. I'm actually taking a step forward. I'm getting closer. They don't need to understand all that. I'm not going to try to convince them. I stopped convincing them. I just stand in my own value and my knowledge and I move forward. That's the process you went through to get there. Yep. Why was it important for me to clarify that process for you? Just to reiterate in my mind that I'm on the right path. You know, I've extinguished limiting beliefs and that I'm confident. Right. Yep. Now, there's a third jar that people don't know about, which is the excuses, lies, and bullshit jar. Right. Right? Yeah. So you've got your board up and you've got to do 30 tasks. Right. Some people would be like, oh, I'll get that tomorrow because that guy's not going to be there. That's right. an excuse. Yeah. Or I, I can't do that one right now because I don't have the right tools. You know, justification, lies, bullshit. Yeah. Now, when we're in the disappointment jar and we're in resentment, those are negative feelings. Mm -hmm. So we don't want those feelings, so we lie or bullshit to have zero feelings. Right. You never don't have zero feelings. No. So that creates more negative feelings. Yeah. So when you're actually in the jar of confidence where you're winning and life is hard, right. you're building your confidence, that's a positive mindset. Absolutely. So these are attitude builders. If mm -hmm. I'm in this or this, my attitude is completely different. So take your pen, take my pen here. Yeah. Hold it on the winning jar. Yeah. Right? Tell me life's hard and you're winning. Life's hard and I'm winning. <laughs> Tell me some of your successes in the last two, three days, your birthday party, the travel with the wife, right? Yeah, birthday how's that, party. How's that feel? Oh, I mean, it feels amazing being able to... Take my wife on a vacation that she's never been to Europe without the kids and have an amazing time and then came back and put together a birthday party for my two-year-old with 40 people and strung together right. a hundred balloons. <laughs> balloon so arch. you see now <laughs> your shoulders are back, your head's high and we're making eye contact. Yeah. Now go out and get that funding. Yeah. Now go out 
and do that contract, yep. right? This is the place at which you have to operate from. Now yep. put it over on the other side where you're disappointed, they yep. didn't return your call, they're <laughs> ghosting you, yep. you know, you didn't get to that party, this didn't go together. All the things, you know, the failures of the other two businesses you just told me about, right? right? right. Let's stay there. Yep. Now go for the funding. Now go for the yep. contract. Yep. So it's very important on a daily basis that you stay laser focused in the process of your confidence, which is going to allow you to acknowledge that you have everything you need. So put it back over there and you can feel the shift right away, yes. right? Yeah. So going forward, you know, that board that you had where you didn't do the last two, yeah. you erase and celebrate before you have to get to the end of perfection. Okay. Then you set it up and you write another 28 yeah. and you do it again. Okay. Now, the fact that you've got two there, I could almost guarantee that those two would stay there for another 30 days. It's possible. Because right, that's yeah. the way the brain works. Yeah. Look at what I've done. I've done 28. This is amazing. Yeah. Wow, I'm like better than everyone else. I'm at 95%. You know what? I won't get those two done. You erase the board. You put up another 30. And all of a sudden, you're going to continue that path. Yeah. And you're completely right. And I will do that when I get home. <laughs> yeah. And I know you will because yeah. you know that it's the small things that accumulate to make the, big, the bigger difference. Of course, yeah. You tell me what else for you in the equation. So you have to take the actions with the CRM where you have to take all your international clients and get them on there. Yep. And you have to focus on what's important in the next 30 days. Mm -hmm. And the two are the licensing and the funding. Correct. What actions after this conversation do you need to do in the next 30 days to make sure that you complete these things so you can have that joy and know you're on the right path? Well, we had a fantastic meeting earlier this morning, actually, with our Mexican development team. So I've got a list of line items that I need to, to give to them. I need mm -hmm. to get to them the formula that they use to come up with the licensing fee so we yep. can augment that and do that. I need to get the video recording of the live interview and also... We have probably four different meetings that we'll need to have in between now and the end of the month to finalize the licensing agreement. Mostly lawyers and board members and that kind of stuff. But once that's finalized, we'll be able to move forward. With so tell me your next three actions you're going to take today that's going to help you go there. I'm making a mini scrum board of all the items that I need to do for specifically the licensing agreement. And then I will subsequently for the other project do a scrum board for the funding. Mm -hmm. And really it's just making sure that we're following up with the people we're sending our funding documents to and trying to gain the interest to, to get that thing Good. pushed through. What's going to get in the way? I don't see anything that's getting in the way right okay, now. No obstacles, no time, time management. No, no. no I've, I've, freed up, I've freed up a lot of time by, again, doing the scrum board last <laughs> Last month, that freed up a lot of, I guess, cobwebs in the in the brain. So that was good. And then I'm refreshed and ready to go. I just got back from vacation, so I don't foresee anything. Blocking. You don't have the uh, vacation doldrums that people have hard time getting back work in. You don't have any of that problem. No, I mean I was just right back into the fire. Good. So which is yeah, good. It was very difficult for me to like unplug for that uh, mm -hmm. amount of time, and and people respected it. It was the first time ever that I was able. What to would do you that. give for a person out there that hasn't taken time to? do that for themselves? I would say do it. I mean, you know, like it's really tough to get away and you never want to disappoint, especially being in real estate. Like I know, like he said, I was in real estate for, for four years and it was an amazing job, but you're constantly on call and to, to unplug as a realtor, very, very difficult to do. You know, when I would go away, I would set up my clients mm -hmm. with other, you know, top performing agents yeah, yeah, yeah. like, Hey, these are the guys, but you know, they would still give you that phone call. I know you're on holiday, but, and then ask you a fairly, you know, 
mm-hmm. redundant question that they just really wanted to hear you say yeah. that, that that was, you know, they wanted to have your approval, which yeah. is, is a nice feeling that they have that level yeah. of Yeah, well, you get addicted you. to that. You don't value your time anymore. Your time is only valued when other people want you. Right. Therefore, you start doing the wrong things. You don't take vacation. You burn out. And then your family, you're divorced. And Correct. everything goes out of the pipe. Correct. So it's important to take the time to rejuvenate yourself, to get to that place where you can have this focus and also have the tools like the scrum board put in place. Absolutely. So at the beginning, I said everything was about an equation. Yep. And your equation is when you do the scrum board for the finance and the scrum board for the licensing and you do your follow-up, that's going to get you to the place where you can have this, you know you're on the right path and you can get your overall happiness and joy. Absolutely. And you see no obstacles in the way of getting there. I mean, the only thing that would be in the way of this uh, cell phone tower started breaking down or or something What would we do if that happened? I would literally just go hunt these people down. I exactly. Guess. I would drive to them. You have a solution yeah. for every problem. So when the cell towers go down, your gas bill goes up. Absolutely. All yeah. right. Yeah. Awesome. All right, buddy. Well, you've got three things you need to do in the next 30 days to uh, achieve what you need to achieve. I love it. So what's the value you got from this process today, the conversation that we had? What, did, um, what was your learning or takeaway? So, I mean, just, you know, you did a lot of work for me here because I would have had to deal with this all by myself. So um, figure out what I need to do, label it out, and really get a clear vision of of moving forward, just the line items that need to be completed in order to get to the finish line and really have that sprint, that 30-day sprint, get all that stuff done in 30 days and then just move on. It's, it is an amazing feeling, you know, getting through those 30 days and going like, hey, exactly. I've done this, you know. So yeah, that's the overall thing. And then just, again, you just kind of like keep on adding to all of the different little things that you've taught me and you're just kind of continuing to like add that little bit of extra validation that, hey, listen, you're on the right path. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Master Your Genius Podcast. You can rate and review this episode on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't already, please subscribe to Master Your Genius. 